Welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And uh, we're here to talk about a pop culture period piece of our choosing. We are in musical month. Um, and yeah, we're just going to talk about it. But before that, we're going to give you some recommendations and chit chat with each other. So, Julie, how's it going? As you unmute um, to laugh at me. No, I'm not on mute. Am I on mute? No, Can no, you no. Me? You were you oh. were on mute. I heard you unmute yourself because you were laughing. Oh, no. I just oh. like verbally muted myself. Oh, okay. I didn't press the button. That's just how I laughed at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> just closed mouthed. <laughs> I am I am good. Okay. Good. Good. Um, do you have any recommendations for our listeners? I do. It's kind of it's kind of a weird. Um, it's not sad. It might be sad. I don't know. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I just um, if you are a pet owner, I really recommend finding a vet that makes you feel good, that makes mm. you feel like they get it, that makes you feel okay talking about things. Um, we've had a little bit of a month where. Um, Earlier in the month, uh, Penny was having, like, she started having accidents in the house. Penny is our dog. I feel like I've probably talked about her because she's an angel. Um, so she started having accidents in the house. And that's not something she's ever had. So we took her to a vet that had, like, the first available appointment. Um, and we took her to one of those, like, chain vets, like Banfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, yeah, she's fine. All of her vitals are good. And we were like, okay. Um, and then the week after Christmas, she's, we like, we were like hyper aware that she was like bumping into things. Um, and like, we we're like, just something is off on our behavior. And so I did my whole crowdsource on social media to get some opinions from people. And a vet was recommended to us. So we went there um, and they were just wonderful from the moment we walked through the door um the vet tech was just doting on penny and just very sweet um everyone that came through the door they were excited about their pets um and our our vet was very lovely like i know that like we always talk about like doctor's bedside manner i think it's the same as the vet Um, oh yeah long story made longer uh penny is 100 blind (gasps) and has been she has been for a while as it turns out and like made this adjustment very well on her own and the reason we became aware of it is because we we changed things around for Christmas and so things weren't in their normal place for her anymore Mm -hmm. like we moved a bookshelf to make room for the tree and all of that but just the the way the vet like dealt with it and delivered that news and was like you know this this is not something like this is not going to like deplete the quality of your dog's life she still knows that you love her um and then she's like you know i do want to make some extra tests just to like check on the the cause of it because Mm -hmm. it can be caused by like thyroid or high blood pressure or anything like that none of those reasons it's just this is just you know this is just penny um now um but i just like you know, I, I wish that we had gone to that vet first. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have changed the diagnosis, but it would have changed this like feeling that we have had um, where it's like something just doesn't feel right. 
Yeah. So that's my recommendation. I know. I want to find her um, just like like little bandanas. Like I found a shirt that say like seeing eye human. Um, So I want to find little bandanas for her because when we're walking, she's very popular and people want to say hello and pet her. Um, Mm -hmm. But it might startle her if they just like Mm -hmm. reach down and pet her. Um, So I want to get her some little bandanas that are like, you know, I'm a blind dog but Aww. it's me so of course I want them to be punny like you know yeah. <laughs> the Jordy LaForge of the dog world bitches or something <laughs> oh little dog sunglasses yeah <laughs> so anyway that's that's the thing that I've been dealing with this week and I'm just I'm glad we have an answer and I'm glad we have sort of like a, a path forward to like mm-hmm. adjust our life to be able to support her yeah it's crazy how many times like and I've never owned a dog. I was not allowed to own pets growing up. So like Dapper is my first animal, right? And so I do call my vet probably more than most people do. Cause I'm like, well, there's this, there's this, there's this. And if your local library has it, which is where you can rent audiobooks and eBooks. And I have a few books that I've wanted to read and I read like 400 pages of them or 200 pages. And let's say there's a hundred pages more to go. And I'm just like, not into it, but I want to finish it. <laughs> I've started getting the audiobook and just like going to that chapter and going like, okay, here we go. Ah. That way I don't feel like that time was wasted, but I'm also not, I'm trying not to make myself do anything I don't want to do this year. And I was like, that's, oh, yeah. that's so smart. Because like, I'm, I'm literally reading a book like that right now. Yeah. I'm telling you, download the audiobook and while you ride your bike, just listen to mm-hmm. the rest of it. Cause it, yeah, it just, there are some books, like my mother and I were talking about it that we kind of want to break up with, but you're Mm -hmm. like, well, I already made this commitment to them. (laughs) Well, I, there's like the, the twist ending of like, I'm going to read this entire book Mm -hmm. just to find out what the twist ending is like very frustrating for me. Yeah. Like I read books for the journey. I watch movies for the twist endings. Yeah. And the- oh, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Mine's the opposite. I could read a lot if I know there's a twist ending. Oh. But if like it's already predictable, I'm like, I know where this is going. Oh, that's fascinating. Can't we just get there? Well, then I have a book that you should read. Okay. Because <laughs> I think Woo-hoo. you're going to love it. Yes. What book is it? Uh, it's called Crossings. Oh, no, I haven't heard of it yet. It's one of those where it's like three separate stories that are going to connect. Mm, Love it. But for me, train had that. For me right now, the stories themselves are not compelling enough Mm. um, for me to be like, ah, I can't, I can't wait to find out. I'm just like, oh my God, just Just tell me. Because we're just, are we just going to keep going round and round here? Like, just tell me what's going to happen. Yeah. The. Speaking of which, what <laughs> movie are we talking about this week? <laughs> we are talking about the movie Newsies. Um, I, I like super prepared this week. I even have like yeah. my little like quip flip summary. Oh, I was going to ask you if you can summarize it because I will, I will say it. There, there yeah. will be a tone if I summarize this movie. Go ahead. <laughs> ah, ah, okay. 
Uh, this is A Week in the Life of the Exploited Child Newspaper Sellers of the Turn of Century New York, when their publisher, Joseph Pulitzer, tries to squeeze a little more profit out of their labelers. They organize a strike only to be confronted with Pulitzer's hardball tactics. Um, it is a Disney movie. I don't think you would be listening to this if you hadn't seen the movie yet. Um, so obviously the Newsies win. Um... Oh, is that a good yes. summary? That oh. is a good summary. I thought you meant the Newsies win as a movie. And I was like, I have thoughts. Um, but you meant the Newsies win the strike. Got it. <laughs> Talk about a tone. I told you I would give it a tone. I mean, it's fine. I, okay. So you want to know my history with, because I sent you my notes. And one of my first notes is, I wish I'd seen the movie before the musical. And you're like, you haven't seen it. And then you asked me if I had ever seen it, but then you didn't want me to actually answer till we were No, I wanted recording. to hear this in the moment. <laughs> the answer is no. Uh-huh. Uh, I've never seen the movie. I was working on Broadway for a general management company in 2012 when Newsies premiered. And I had to see it along with every other show on Broadway that year. And um, maybe it's because I was burnout on shows when I saw Newsies, or maybe it's because literally every single new musical except for one was based off of a movie that, and the only one that wasn't based off of a movie was Liz Estrada Jones and it ran for a month and I didn't even see that one. Um, but when I saw this musical, I despised it. I despised every bit of it. Um, it's a cool dance musical but it's like the first thing is like yes let's give another giant broadway musical where it's all tall men yay 99% men in this show woohoo because the year before it was book of mormon and it was still running um did i did i hear you correctly that you specified tall men or did you say it's all men tall men okay <laughs> And there's like one short man and they're like a character. It's just all like, it's the Rockettes. Jeremy's that tall? Well, it's the like Rockettes of, of musical theater where all the men have like a very, like the height difference is probably four inches between all okay. of them, except for one person. You know what I mean? Um, so this And that's is like for a dancing, but. Sure. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, this is a little bit of trivia that I learned when I was looking up the movie area the movie because i was like curious um it it was like originally they originally turned it into a broadway musical well first it was at paper mill playhouse but they originally turned it into a musical because they found out that schools were doing productions of newsies and not paying for the rights because there were no rights available so ultimately the whole reason this musical came to be on broadway is a mm -hmm. disney cash grant not surprised and here and like the thing about it was the reason I didn't like it more than anything else was there was like this weird thing if you're like how old are these men supposed to be because they were all 35 and over with a five o'clock shadow but some of them were like dressed like little boys and some of them talked kind of younger but they definitely weren't and I would have I would have been okay with it as a musical if they were the age that they were in the movie. So I would actually be okay seeing Newsies 
in high schools. And I actually think it would be the perfect, as someone directing Peter Pan right now, Newsies would be honestly one of the perfect high school musicals if it wasn't all men. If you can make the Newsies like gender fluid. You can. Yeah. But then it's not historically accurate and some parent would be up your butt. I think there were female Newsies. But this is taking us off the rails, but I do. I think there were female Newsies. There weren't in the movie or the musical. <laughs> well, I mean, that's because... Although there was... Yeah. There is one role where the the track is they play one of the dancers, mm -hmm. the backup dancers for, I can't remember the name, Meta. Mm -hmm. um, showgirl. In the Broadway musical, they play a showgirl and then they are a newsie at the end of the musical. Because mm -hmm. I, I remember watching it and apart from the fact that I don't sing or dance well enough <laughs> or look good in a showgirl costume well enough to play that role, in my head, I was like, mm, that's my role. <laughs> That's the one I'll do. I, it also, the newsy newsies reminds me a lot of music man, not in the, not in the structure of it at all, except for the very end where it's like the deus ex machina of like individuals coming in. I don't know. It's, I honestly think it would be the perfect high school musical just as a Broadway musical. I was like, are we trying um are we are we trying and then the fact that it's like oh we just wanted to create something that we would then get someone to charge us the rights to makes total sense for the broadway musical not the movie yeah yeah Although. so anyway so that tainted my like ever wanting to see the movie because i saw it i was like oh this is the movie i'm good so last so night was my first history viewing. with mm -hmm. this movie is like for me this and annie were like i, I could have listened and watched these movies all day long in my childhood mm -hmm. and and i say listen because i literally like recorded an audio cassette of this movie and when we went on car trips i would listen to it you were so cool <laughs> was i was that as someone who recorded Mulan and reenacted it in her bedroom to the cassette tape, yes. Um, so that's the barometer. I, I do think that this is a really cool, like, really cool thing for the the male mirroring of Annie. And I actually looked up because at the very beginning when they're all in the house, I was like, is that the Annie orphanage? Because it looks so much like it. It is not, this is my nerdy thing. Annie was filmed on the Warner Brothers backlot and Newsies was filmed on the Universal Studios backlot. And it was the first thing that was filmed on that backlot after the fire in 1990. Yeah. Destroyed it, yeah. So, um, so I did read mm -hmm. that the, it wasn't originally conceived as a musical. Like it was just gonna be a drama Mm -hmm. um so probably more along the vein of like natty gan that mm -hmm. we watched yeah. and then little mermaid had just come out and was just like baller success mm -hmm. um and so that was when they decided to make it a musical with alan menken at the helm of the music mm. and you can tell it's alan menken because at the beginning of um santa fe his note sequence is the beauty and the beast sequence Oh. it's the exact same note sequence that like oh i wrote it down and then now i can't remember which sequence it is 
um, and I don't want to sing the wrong one, but the very beginning of Santa Fe is exactly out of, not exactly out of, but it's like this exact same sequence that's used in the background of um, Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the musical. Okay. Um, having seen the Broadway musical, Mm -hmm. As you know, there there are some changes. I mean, I mm -hmm. think that the 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 biggest changes in the original Bill Bill Pullman is fancy daddy the, Bill Pullman. <laughs> he's he's the newspaper writer, mm -hmm. um, and the love interest is um, why am I not calling them by their real names? David David Moscow's sister. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like brain farting on the character names. You would think I would have this embedded in my memory from watching it so much and, and listening, listening to it <laughs> um but like her like the the sister mm -hmm. is sort of the and i use i'm making quote hands because love interest is very like it's a very um i'm being very generous here <laughs> yeah like they they go on one date and he like lets her not get beat up the bar's low <laughs> for love <laughs> Well, and that's the thing about like why I actually did like the movie more than the musical is that the the musical, there were like these story arcs and and, I, and it was that like, I know where we're ending. I know where they're going to win because I wouldn't see Disney doing a lay Miz type of thing where they all get slaughtered in the streets, you know, like I know they're going to win. So let's just get there. Why are we adding six more storylines? So I like that the movie kept it more clipped. Mm -hmm. Um and I I love Bill Pullman. I want I want to date Bill Pullman from this era. So I I enjoyed that aspect of it, especially because you got to see him sing. Yeah. For like two seconds. And this was this was the first movie that mm -hmm. Kenny Ortega directed. Prior to this, he had choreographed um dirty dancing but this was his first movie directing oh cool and it's funny they have like a little like featurette that they made mm -hmm. um which i remember watching like years ago and being like wait a minute christian bale is english <laughs> like, <laughs> no idea um but like it's funny i think that they made that feature to be like hey guys you can trust kenny ortega like he's got this yeah wow Oh, I remember the Beauty and the Beast theme. It's that da 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 da. Uh, it's yep. like it's like in Santa Fe. Anyway, gotcha. Um, so this is a thing that I noticed at the start of the movie that just like, like there's a right at Carrie the Better, like the first song. Mm -hmm. Somebody asks Jack Kelly. They're like, "How'd you sleep?" And he says, "On me bag mush." Like he's talking about his balls, right? Like they made a balls joke, like right out the gate in this Disney movie. Um, maybe my my uh, closed captioning said on me back much, but that could be just lazy closed captioning. Um. I mean, it's definitely like Disney movies. We we watched Natty Gan and we watched this one. I was like, they've they've softened a lot like a lot 
because now if they wanted to make this, like all the newsies would be animated, like, and I love animated features, but they get away with so much in animated features because they are animated characters and their live action ones have softened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they don't do as many live action. I mean, mainly because I don't know the ins and outs in Disney, but like they do a lot of Marvel. So that's a lot of their live action, I bet, yeah. which obviously they don't get away with, but I feel like it's not the same as Disney proper. That makes sense. But I'm like Googling on me bag mush. Okay. Nothing comes up. Maybe I just heard it because all the only you just wanted Christian Bale to say a ball joke. I really like my whole life. I've really been like, is he talking about his balls? (laughs) Well, and I, (laughs) I feel like someone get me a copy of the newsy script. joeblow.com are you still around um <laughs> that's a deep cut that's a deep cut if you're a nerd like me um i i think um that when i it was interesting also seeing this movie for the first time yesterday because i in my head christian bale has been so many like non-innocent things mm-hmm. to see him as this like american psycho and batman and in the prestige and all that which ugh, the prestige We'll get to that. We'll get to that movie um, and that book. Uh, they're both flawless. Um, anyway, but that to see him as this like wide-eyed, innocent, quote unquote, ingenue was very mm-hmm. interesting for me. Yeah. Because he really hasn't aged that much. He's still kind of look like he, and not in a, in a, he looks 14 now. He kind of just looked 35 in this movie. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. He like aged into himself. Yeah. Kind of like um, RIP. I feel like Betty White was that way where she always looked a little older than she actually was. Mm-hmm. And then she aged into herself beautifully. <laughs> um, so you, I'm going through the notes you sent me and you wanted to ask me about Santa Fe. Oh yeah. So uh, there's like, I mean, at least two that I can think of off the top of my head, Newsies and then Rent, where like Santa Fe, mm-hmm. like sort of like is, has this symbolism as like, this is the place where I'm going to go and re- like a, um, a restart, like a renewal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I always think about that and have never followed up with anything beyond, I wonder, but it, it feels like Santa Fe is like a trope in musical theater of like, go go to santa fe go west and and you know find yourself but it's like santa fe specifically um so i do know that they're not related i i do i ran i read a random article about that um not like this was years ago um i do think it has to do with rhyming honestly that a lot of cities are very hard to rhyme like pittsburgh los angeles and santa fe is really easy to rhyme into Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like how the two villains, the villain of Luca and the quote unquote villain of Encanto. Ooh, that's a recommendation. Watch Encanto. It's brilliant. Um, Of of, like is Bruno. And it's Mm -hmm. not that Disney now hates everyone named Bruno. It's that Bruno is a really cool name to use lyrically and, and vocally. So. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's also easy, like Santa Fe not only rhymes, but it's really good iconography of like, you know what Santa Fe is about. 
like horses and cowboys and yeah and away from this big city life so i think those two things put together it's an easy one to to grab because you can't um and i feel like kansas city was taken during oklahoma <laughs> like <laughs> they got about as far as they can go <laughs> with that song so um Whenever you, I will say the two things that I wanted to, to respond, um, if we were texting back and forth, cause in your notes, you're like, what is, what does Santa Fe represent in musicals? I want it to be like at this song, first off, rep, it's an, I want song. So most, when it comes to musicals, if you have a hero's journey musical, you have an, I want song. Um, so one song you see them, Alan Menken is the king of, I want songs, Oh my gosh, um, Belle literally says, I want. I want, yeah, part of your world. Um, oh. I will go the distance. Like that's an I want song reflection. When will my reflection show? And it literally tells you what the character wants out of the next hour and a half <laughs> that you'll be spending with them. And the hero's journey is, do they get what they want or do they find something more? And sometimes what they want, you know? And so you hear the I want song is a big part of modern musicals, especially with this like hour and a half kids story structure. Um, before then, before the I want song became popular, it was usually the I love you song or the I don't love you song. Um, so Cole Porter and Rogers and Hammerstein were great in the like, I don't love you. So um, if I loved you, people will say we're in love. Um, like those types I, of things and then it's like time we record these i learn <laughs> so much from you and then because i have so many other things i'm dealing with in my head i start thinking like what am what am i contributing to the conversation oh my gosh you contribute so much um don't 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 you dare you're amazing i'm gonna be the toby mcguire to your andrew garfield you're amazing oh, don't you I dare to be andrew garfield yeah I will, I will always be toby um <laughs> and uh, yeah anyway so that those were the common structures when it came to like a, a love journey or a love mm -hmm. story would be the I love you song and then do they find love or do they not and then now it's the I want song. What Santa Fe, this song means to modern musical theater and to me personally, it means a tenor skrelting it at 9 a.m. In, in the like dressing room beside me in every single professional contract I've ever taken, just going like, <laughs> and like every mic check. So that's what Santa Fe, this song means to me personally, <laughs> is, <laughs> is every tenor going, I'm just going to hit the A in Santa Fe during mic check. It's like we're doing Wizard of Oz. What are you doing? <laughs> or like we don't sing in this show. Stop it. So that's what it means to me personally. Another reason why I haven't watched this movie till now. <laughs> I love your I love your personal connection leading to hatred of this movie. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, so we are a period piece podcast. So I think we would obviously be remiss if we don't talk about sort of like the the history the history um the historical significance or yeah that like maybe possibly influenced it because i think that's as far as it goes mm -hmm. um like there was there was a newsy strike um it wasn't necessarily based on pulitz and hearst being like we want more money from the newsies um 
Pulitzer actually had a reputation of like sort of like being the person that like um you know helps the underdog but mm-hmm. what happened was this was like right after um oh my gosh what is wrong with me we have to stop recording this early <laughs> uh Spanish American War am I right Spanish American War Teddy Teddy Roosevelt yeah okay so obviously newspapers were selling the hell out of uh things during this time and then when the war ended sales dropped um also prices were inflated because it was a war and everywhere else is the the prices were going back down but they mm-hmm. didn't want to put the prices back down and so that's what led to the strike um not them raising the prices them just being like no no, no they're gonna stay the same um mm-hmm. because the the newsies weren't able to sell as many papers no one was like being a voyeur anymore mm-hmm. so ultimately um and and there are characters in the movie that are sort of like inspired by or influenced um, by some of the the newsies that were sort of known by this period. Mm-hmm. Um, Spot Conlon um, was like very well known as the leader of the Brooklyn newsies. Um, mm-hmm. He was known by the pink suspenders that he always wore. Um, oh. Yeah, but in di- in the Disney movie, they made them red, mm-hmm. um, which whatever. Do you know how you get pink? Sorry, fun historical fact of historical costuming is that pink wasn't a color that a lot of, especially gentlemen, like wanted necessarily. But if you ordered something that was gray and the dye was not treated carefully, it would turn pink. And because of that, a lot of the Confederate soldiers actually wore pink uniforms. Oh my gosh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, continue. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so he's based on, and like there was the, the, the main leader of this strike was um, Kid Blink, who there is a character named Kid Blink in Newsies, but his personality and everything else is not mm-hmm. that person. The personality was sort of like transposed on, on the Jack Kelly character. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, the strike did end and, and they did. They had those like they did have rallies and all of that. Um, ultimately the strike ended not with a price change in the newspapers but with um, the newspapers agreeing to buy back um, issues that didn't sell so the price was higher Mm -hmm. but the newsies were able to sell back what they didn't sell at the end of the day and we're seeing a lot of like um this uh upset in the workforce right now um because of like everything that's happened, et cetera. And there's like, quote unquote, a working shortage and all of that. And there's a lot of discussion on like, well, companies should do this and companies should do that. It's like, companies don't have to do anything and companies just want to make money. And it's not until, and like companies would pay their workers nothing if their workers would still work for them. And so you have these like uprises and like and employees saying what they give a list of demands and what they want that actually create change. Otherwise, if you didn't have people in all in all um, work areas, like you'd think like, oh, a newspaper strike, that doesn't matter. They're just kids. And it's like, I bet there were five or six adults that were, you know, or hundreds, who knows? that were walking by while this was happening and then going to their workplaces and realizing how they were being mistreated as well. Um, anyway. Yeah. And, um, you know, thinking about like today, uh, like what happened 
at least in in my experience in you know the retail job that I work is that you know we're still getting paid the same well they got rid of everyone and then when they brought them back they're like oh it's like you're a new employee now and I was like what I worked here for 14 years yeah um but then I transferred to a new store and they were like oh no no we're giving you your old pay right back but they have like added additional responsibilities like in order to cut um budget they no longer have um like a a cleaning clue that comes as often as they did so now all of a sudden like those responsibilities are put on people that never had those responsibilities anymore and now before and now for the same amount of pay it's like oh and take out the trash oh and vacuum and and mop and do all of this and it's like that's which what? doesn't sound horrible for a little store, but your store is huge. <laughs> well, it's huge. And also like, that's I how it starts and nice shoes. Yeah. So now I have to rethink what I'm wearing. You know, it's like, yeah. it's one more thing to think about at the end of the night and, and all mm. of that. Um, so it, and I, and I want to be clear, it's not a situation of like, I don't want to do that because I'm better than that. It's, we were already like doing a list of things at the end of the night. So now when you're adding something more onto that, but not necessarily compensating more or even giving people more time to do those things. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just like another thing to stress. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's just something that I see kind of like across the board of like people that are in the food and retail industry of like, how, how can we get more work out of them as a way to save money mm -hmm. if we you know, can't pay less. Yeah. Yeah. And they will never like businesses will never see themselves as the bad guy. Cause they're, they're giving money. Right. Like, mm -hmm. and, oh, well I could like, this isn't the bare minimum. So yeah, I'm, I'm amazing, you know? So <sighs> they don't bring back undercover boss. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's just, I don't know the, the phrase of like companies would pay you nothing if they could get away with it has really stuck with me throughout this whole thing of like, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. it, and it wouldn't be like, how dare they, we are a capitalist society and they would be applauded. And, you know, and so I think watching, watching this movie in 2022 compared to watching the musical in 2012 hit a little different that way too. Whereas like, no, this is like, as a historical event, this is really cool. It is also really cool to see this many young boys dancing, which we don't see in a lot of media. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I think that would have been really cool to be a, a young boy who is interested in dance and being able to watch this movie. Um, because, you know, you have your Annie's and you have like, Matilda's and you have a lot of like Matilda has boys and girls but you have a like female centered musicals when it comes to little boy when it comes to little kids um and you have but then you have Billy Elliot which is actually really hard to find the musical version and the movie's a little depressing um so I, I think that I've never seen Billy Elliot it's good it's not oh. one that I would be like woohoo it's good <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, that, that's your review. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I don't have the best taste in movies sometimes. Um, 
it just, it's another one where I know where it's going. So it feels mm-hmm. like, eh, let's just mm-hmm. get there. But mm-hmm. you like that type of storytelling. So in, in my books, because oh, my yeah. books, I want to see the journey in my movies, I'm like all about like twists and watching turns. it, you know, like uh, seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would watch it cause it is like, it is a good story. It's just one of those, like I've, I've watched it. I don't need to, and I wouldn't be like every cocktail party I'm at be like, have you seen Billy Elliot? Let's talk about it. <laughs> so the next time I'm with you somewhere, I'm going to be like, have you seen Billy Elliot? Can we talk about Billy Elliot? You'd be like, can we talk about newsies? I'll be like, I'll be over there. Thanks. Um, (laughs) No, I, I, and like I said, I do, I did actually enjoy the movie experience much more than I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I will say, oh, I have two, I have two more notes. One is that newsies could easily be, if there's an, I love me theme parks. If there was an attraction space in Main Street, USA, there could easily be a Newsies attraction or show. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said that like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah, bursting through a wall. Um, And then my last thing that I will say is that the musical, the movie, even driving in my car sees the day is still fire. It's a oh, fire of a song. It's a good song. It's so it slaps. good. It is so good. It truly is so good. I that that opening. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Even on the newspapers when they were doing it in the musical, like I was like, this is impressive. <laughs> it's it's impressive, and it's definitely. But it's more. I like it more when it's kids like the ages they're supposed to be. And it's sure. not forcing a love line, a love story etc yeah well i mean yeah i i would agree with that yeah um so laura yeah i have a rating scale oh my gosh i'm so proud of you you're gonna be like okay that's pretty obvious but anyway laura uh-huh <laughs> on a scale of one to ten papes oh you had to say papes didn't you I had to say peeps. Do you get it? Yeah, I got, uh, I got uh, it. <laughs> if, if, if you could reach through the headphones and grab me right now, I think you would. Um, <laughs> so on a scale of one to 10 peeps, mm-hmm. how would you rate Newsies? Um, I thought a lot about this because I was like, be true to what you're seeing right now. I would rate it a five. Okay. Okay. Where I enjoyed it while I watched it. I I don't need to see it again. Um, Mm -hmm. It was fun. I will watch Bill Pullman again. Um, My gosh. (laughs) Fancy daddy Bill Pullman. I'm telling you. I got to find more period films with Bill Pullman for you. There aren't a lot. Mainly. You're welcome. The main love is Casper when he was the dad in Casper. And I was like, is that a period film? No, no. That's just where my love for. Oh, okay. Comes from. Um, and yeah. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed, I thought the dancing was pretty cool, you know, like the chore- choreography is great. And I do miss, um, it doesn't actually work that well anymore. I don't see, not a lot of musicals do it, but 
seeing this filmed on a studio back lot mm-hmm. just kind of worked. Like it made it feel um, almost like a stencil of time. And so mm-hmm. I really enjoyed seeing something filmed on a back lot. Cause you don't see that a lot except for in like uh, TV shows do that. Um, yeah. Comedies do that, but you don't, yeah. You just don't see back lots so much anymore. So I would give it a five. Uh, from one to 10 newspaper. Oh, you just had to go full newspaper, didn't you? Yeah. News- <laughs> I, I refuse. One I to re- 10 pipes. <laughs> it's my cock being I can't do it. I we hate their New York. Swung the other way. <laughs> um, what did they say? Like the one line where it's like it may be packing fish the next day. Um, a one to ten papes. What would you rate this? Um, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a six. Um, okay. there's still <gasps> very much that I love about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I love talking about rewatch capable like possibilities. Yeah. I don't know that I would necessarily like rewatch this for myself for fun, but what I would do is like introduce it to people because I, I think for kids, this is a great movie to see. Yeah. If I had a little boy or a little girl, like, or a child, if I had a child, I would definitely probably around five or six be like, Hey, want to watch newsies? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, what do you have to look forward to Julie? I'm very proud of you for that. <laughs> rating system. I'm very proud. I'm proud. I hated it, but I'm proud. Uh, what are you looking for? Baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. Um, I, okay. So I feel like this is going to make me seem so bougie, but whatever. Oh, mine's, mine's super bougie. Mine's super. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, COVID is back. COVID is back in a big way. Oh, um, you're going to say, and I'm excited for you. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I had finally gotten to the point again, where I was like going consistently to, to work out, um, to be active. And like, I want to be very clear. Like I want to be active. I want to like, not like sit down on the floor and be like, Oh, I'm getting old. I just want to feel good. Um, but with the rise in COVID cases, like I, like the first Monday after like New Year's, I like had my you know, appointment to go to my class. And I was like, I like woke up and I was like, I, I don't want to be there. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be surrounded by people. Nobody has like got like gone back to restrictions. Like, it's just like, like collectively as a capitalistic society, we're just like, but everybody's going to get it. This just is how it is. Oh, the North, we are, we are shutting down again. Well, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, so I've like, I've already had one gig canceled and lost out on that money because like, of course, like, mm-hmm. you know, actors, we budget for it, but then they're like, oh, well, but you didn't do any work. So we're not going to pay you the whole thing. Yeah. All that's to say is I bit the bullet and mm-hmm. I bought a Peloton bike. It's been a long time coming listeners. So, well, like during December when I was worried about Penny, I like put myself on lockdown and was like not spending money and like saving money. Like, cause mm-hmm. I was like, I will, I will pay. Like if the doctor tells me like, or vet, if the vet's like, Hey, your dog needs an $8,000 surgery. I, I will do that for my dog. Like I will. Oh like, yes. You, you have, you have signed a nonverbal pact when you adopt a, a pet that you will pay the money to make them healthy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that money and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a Peloton. So I bought a Peloton. I did not buy the shoes that they provide because I have had many people say, no, no, nay, nay, just get them online. So that's my thing I'm looking forward to. It had said two to four weeks when we Mm -hmm. ordered it yesterday, um, but it's actually going to be here on Friday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited to like have the opportunity of like, if I'm stressed or whatever to just like go on like a little bit of a ride during my lunch break nice so that's that's very where cool. i am very cool um mine may not happen but I'm oh excited. no well you know because i'm gonna ex- COVID. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> but so my um friend cody for christmas um bought me what he's calling laura's perfect day and it truly is and so we're gonna go to Cleveland, which is like not my perfect day, but you know, it, all this stuff's in Cleveland. So um, <laughs> Pittsburgh and Cleveland have a rivalry. It's fine. I actually do like Cleveland. Um, I but hear it rocks. You're get out for that terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew Carey show, man. Such a good show. Anyway, uh, but we're going to go to Cleveland. We're going to go to the Sistine Chapel um, interactive exhibit, then go to the aquarium and then go see the um, Broadway revival tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. And those are three of my favorite things, immersive art exhibits, aquariums, and Jesus Christ Superstar. I will see any Jesus Christ Superstar that happens. I will watch high schoolers do it. I will like March through June is my favorite season because it's Easter season. There's passion plays everywhere. Anyway, so that's Laura's perfect day is coming up if it doesn't get canceled. So I'm very excited. Um, I love that. And that's such a, that's such a lovely, like thought out present. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Cody. Yeah. He's, he's phenomenal. And like he, when he said, what do you want? I um, just had a rough year when it came to like, trying uh, the silence is me trying to say how much to devise, but like how much stuff I wanted. I was dealing with a lot of other people's stuff. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so for Christmas, when people asked what I wanted, I said, I don't want anything. I said, if you want to buy me something, it needs to either be an experience or consumable. And, um, cause I just didn't want another thing. Um, sure. and I love that. that that's what he came up with. So I'm excited. Um, Thank you for listening, listeners. Uh, like, rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If you have a, a movie you want us to do, we create these little months, but we definitely want to do a audience, an audience month of like all the recommendations you gave us, or maybe two or three months, um, or an audience recommendation summer. So if you want to send those to our Instagram, um, Please support our network, try to network at Patreon or buy some of our merch, et cetera, and so forth. Gosh, we have merch. We have merch. Um, And thank you again for listening. Uh, Take a shot. I'm sure we mentioned our age somewhere in there. Um, Oh, we said cassette tapes like four times. So yeah, (laughs) take a shot. Um, And have a wonderful day, et cetera. Bye. Bye.
The Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.